to the Grey Man Podcast. This retired counter-terrorism agent, lifelong martial artist, and personal defence expert joins his best friend, producer Jim, to talk about personal defence and world events. This is the Grey Man, Mike Sign. <laughs> Good afternoon on this Sunday again. You missed another great, I say it every time, but you missed a great pre-segment prep workup. Know, it's a lot of Why pressure. Every time. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of pressure to get that right. Yeah, uh, you did a good job this time, though. So it's it's uh, it's another. You said Sunday afternoon. It's the seventh yeah. of January. Uh, we're probably I, we're we're started at least, if not full, into the presidential election season. Yeah, yeah. As a kid, I remember it lasted for a couple months. Uh, it seems to have stretched out a little longer. Maybe I'm yeah, just aware of it. It has always really started the previous fall. Yeah. We just, it's like everything else as you age, right? We weren't aware. We feel like society is more dangerous today than it was when we were kids. Yeah, we just didn't know. We just didn't know. And our parents kind of didn't know either because it wasn't, the information wasn't as readily available. Violence has always been out there. The yeah. danger has always been out there. Yeah. Um, it's just you know more. We know more about this stuff now, for better or worse. So, I'm doing my alien stance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that is. It's the thing. So let's get let's get right into it. I, <laughs> we've got some things to talk All right, about. I today. like it. Yep. Uh, we've got a, a new sponsor that we're going to get to. We've got some more shitty headlines, uh, and I'm I'm just excited. Like this is this is a fun season so far. As always, thanks to everybody that's sticking yeah. with us. And this was something that throughout this last week. The, the deal that happened in Miami Beach is it, it wasn't on my radar. I heard nothing about it when it happened. And then it's done. Now, I'm a TikTok guy, so I'm going to make my 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 statement there. I watch TikTok and it's everything from dogs uh, doing funny things and cats. I get music a lot of times. Every once in a while, there's a woman doing a workout for some reason shows up on there. Uh, Good for us. Yeah, doing, I mean, thank God. Dancing things, whatever it is, cheerleaders and whatnot. Uh, a lot more music. Music shows up quite a bit. Um, I've got some blues people I follow and whatnot. Uh, and news. There are a couple of sources, just like anything else, though, because the first thing that comes to mind is, oh, my God, you're on TikTok following news. No, I'm on TikTok because that's the first place that I hear about things. And then I can go and search out more information i hear about it a lot first there that is where i first heard about this thing that happened in miami beach and, and i think it was within the last week all of the from what i've seen of the videos and from the reports that i've read all of the police all of the first responders showed up at this mall all of miami dade all of them one spot yes. every single one and if you look at the video there's dozens of vehicles with their lights flashing they shut down the airport they, the, the power was out for four to six hours. And the reason for all of this, oh, and the helicopters, the police helicopters were landing and taking off in that specific area. That was the only thing in the air. And all of this is because four teenagers were shooting off some fireworks and playing with sticks and, and playing, playing fighting with each other. That's the reason for all of this to be called together. So that when I first heard about it, it was on TikTok and it was because it was aliens. There were these eight to 10 foot uh, lumbering beasts that were that were in this area and that's why they had to call everybody in and shut everything down and that's so that's what i knew to have been happening i, I don't believe it you know where i stand on aliens anyway i do unfortunately nobody, 
all the people running from the area that they got video of and the long shot video that was always grainy. Nobody <clears> happened <throat> to catch these things on video, even though it's a mall and that's where yeah. people would hang out with the, the cameras and, and things. So yeah, so I don't believe that, but it's, it's an example for me and where I get excited when you said the, the, the aliens hands for me, this is fun. This is the, mm -hmm. there was a guy that was out there trolling saying he saw him came out later and said that he didn't actually, it was just messing with people. So it's, this is where we're at as a society. I can't believe a, damn thing that i read for news i've got to do extra work to go out and learn the actual truth and here's what's crazy it spun so out of control mm. so quickly mm -hmm. after this individual came out and said listen i was just playing around i'm not even in miami right. i've never right. visited miami <laughs> i was just having fun yeah. Yeah. made this up the internet world mm. like mm. everybody on the internet yeah. has decided <laughs> i'm going to use an absolutism right everybody yeah. on the has decided that the government has now pressured him into recanting his story yeah. and lying yeah. about seeing aliens so there's it couldn't be as simple as <laughs> was there was an event going on at this mall you had a group of teenagers who started causing trouble like they're they're in trouble for like grand theft larceny and which is over yeah. $10,000 in theft that's a lot of fucking money from a mall to steal yeah. right in, <laughs> in things yeah yeah it's a lot of drones yeah so they're grand theft larceny they're they um, were lighting off fireworks in public that people thought was an active shooter right, right. That's the reason so many cops got called. One, it wasn't anybody who's ever been to Miami. If you've had any dealings with the Miami-Dade Police Department, that is a huge fucking department. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. I have a very good friend who is a retired, a career Miami-Dade SWAT officer. Oh, is that right? Yep. Uh, Pappy. He's one of uh, he's uh, uh, one of my friend Lou's black belts in Brazilian yeah, yeah. Jiu-Jitsu. Well, you've talked about yeah. Pappy. Before. Yeah, Pappy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Survivor of the siege of Quezon, retired Marine recon guy. He's been like shot seven times, stabbed like six. He's got a divot in his shoulder from a, uh, a Chinese AK-47 round uh, uh, from Vietnam. Yeah. Dude, he's got some crazy stories. Wait, wait. He, he, was in he was a Vietnam vet? Yeah. Oh, goddamn. Pappy old. Yeah. 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 Oh, and he, but he's a pancreatic cancer survivor. Goes out and runs like, yeah, sick. Like he... Like nothing can oh, kill this, this guy, guy. Doing has he written a book yet? No, but he should. And he's he actually um, he is. Oh, and he's a Hep C survivor. Jesus so, Christ! Yeah. So and what's crazy is he got it while part of a SWAT team saving a bunch of kids from a dude who was trying to blow himself up with a bomb strapped to his body in the eighties in Miami Christ. during the cocaine wars. This guy is a fucking living legend. Huh. It is instant. He is the only officer from Miami Dade to ever have a firing range named after him while still living. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. So he's pretty good at things. Yeah. He's also the, the oldest. He has the most wins um, in over 55 at Naga, which is the North American Grappling Association. Oh, all right. So, so I mean, he's also really good at grappling and shooting yeah. and murderizing people. He's a super nice guy. He used to have a wolf, like a legitimate fucking wolf as a pet. <laughs> Jesus. Named Cochise because so, okay, uh, yeah, let's so skip the book. He a, needs a movie. We need to make we, a movie on this guy. We series. could do a whole episode just on Pappy. I think we could, and yeah. like, legitimately, let's get him on. And and is he the kind of guy that is he is he 
he would be on camera now or is he is he uh, he can i think he would probably just he would call in we would just have to call him or figure out a way to to zoom call him because he's not a real technology guy but i mean he would be so humble (laughs) he would be so humble he'd he'd tell us there's no reason we need to be talking to him like he didn't do anything big but the guy is just he's a fucking legend Hmm. he's one of my mentors he's one of the guys when i when people are like oh you must have done some cool shit i say you've never met the people that I hang around because they've really done cool shit. He's one of the guys I'm talking about. So anyway, Pappy was part of Miami Dade for a long time. We talk all the time about that police department. That's not a fraction of the the officers they have. They were all there. All of them. If you listen to the news, like everybody in Miami was there plus surrounding municipalities, plus the County. And it wasn't, it was, it was a, it was, a very metered, appropriate law enforcement response for an active shooter at a location that size from the Miami-Dade Police Department. Right. So, and then they're like, well, then, but the power went out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's because at the, almost congruently, there was a high-speed chase going on where the vehicle left the road and hit a power switch box oh, and boxed all the power out. So, so that's like the uh, again, perfect storm. Yeah. And a convenient story that the uh, government came up with to just, yes, yeah. which is uh, obviously what is being said, even though there's dash cam video of the chase and the crash and the ensuing apprehension of the individuals in the vehicle, all of that stuff. And it's all time stamped and dispatch has it all. But if you listen to the people on the internet, aliens. Yeah. 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 Also aliens. Yeah. I, I, so, if that's, I, so there was, crazy. there was one, I thought this was kind of a cool, uh, um, in, uh, insight, uh, whatever. Somebody, somebody came up with the idea that this is like a soft rollout of just checking to see how the public is going to respond to aliens actually showing up one of these days. Cause at some point they need to release, that they're actually here. So let's just yeah. see how they respond to this. Well, everybody's response is like, no, of course, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think the vast majority of people, and I don't believe it was just like, right. you don't believe right. it. Right. But I think the vast majority of people, when they hear all oh, those aliens are like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Show me a picture. God dang it. I've got, so here's the thing. I've got enough that I need to be faithful about in my life that I don't get to see. I'm a Christian and I, I, I got to put all my faith into that. So if you're telling me there's aliens, I need some <laughs> God dang proof, like right in my face, give me the video, give me the, and then I'm still not going to believe it. And that's the other thing we're heading into artificial intelligence yeah, to the point that it's beyond what we can And this is, this is so we can transition to the, the presidential election discussion because that is very likely going to happen. It was, it was already something that we dealt with in the last election yeah, this time it could actually be people saying things that they didn't say and and getting out there, um, whether it's paid for by a legit entity or just someone putting something out. I with the with the software we use uh, that I use on my computer here, I could create something that makes it look like Trump says something that he didn't say enough so that it could yeah. be put on Facebook and cause all kinds of hassle if I got it to the right person. Well, I think it's going to be. Um state actors that use it the most to influence the election. I honestly do that. And that's, and there are a lot of think tanks and intelligence agencies that are, are, are not prone to saying that, but have enough intelligence buzz out there about that from their assets that we, we just know that that's going to be part of it. You're not going to be able to believe 
a large, not a large, but a, a significant percentage of what's out there. You have to be able to discern that. But one of the things before we move to the election, one of the things that uh, about the Miami power outage issue was that, I mean, think about how many people live in Miami mm -hmm. in that. I mean, you have a, a significant power outage in that city that lasted for quite some time. Mm -hmm. Is that, I mean, was what were their protocols in place for dealing with that? I know what the city probably would do in fire and rescue and that kind of stuff because I've been part of that here too, and I understand the, the contingency plans. But did they turn it on right away? Was that a soft rollout? Were they trying to, you know, you you have to question that stuff now. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that rolls into something that we're going to talk about later about um, tier two emergency. Yeah. Uh, um, our emergencies and response. So we have something in the U S that we can look at and we have something overseas that we're going to look at. So it's not like I just, again, I'm not a guy with a foil hat that just expects everything to go bad all the time. I want things to yeah. go right all the time. I'm just prepared for them not to go my way. Right, right. And I think there's a difference, Yeah. but we're moving into this presidential election and it started last fall. People started announcing their candidates, candidacies mm -hmm. last summer. We've, um, yeah, and, we've already whittled some out. Yeah. yeah, we yeah we've whittled some out already. Uh, I think AI is going to play a significant role in misinformation in this campaign, oh. along with the candidates themselves, the two front runners, and everybody spews nonsense. You can't if you believe what a candidate says while running for office, you'll just take a ball peen hammer and hit yourself yeah. repeatedly in the fucking face because you're retarded. Yeah. And that's not new. That's that's yeah. That's the history of the United has States. Been born on that. Yeah. Yes. And, and it's it, not even, it's not even recent. People go, like, oh, you know, politics have gotten so dirty, you know, in the two thousands. No, Oh man. You look they back to been, when, when they first newspapers that that's what newspapers were about. Who owns it? Yeah. Is it my team or your team? Because that's the news that's going to come out. That's the quote that's going to come out is it for me and against him. Well, I, I to use this story all the time, Thomas Jefferson as a secretary of state was writing under a pseudonym, yeah. publishing articles that bashed Washington when Washington was our president and yeah. Jefferson was on his cabinet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So dirty politics has been a part of our, mm -hmm. our country forever. We, again, just see more of it. I think, and I think we're, there's just a bit more of an undercurrent of instability in that societal fabric that weaves us together that makes it a little scarier overall for most people. That's what I think. Well, right. And we're at a point. Life is so unstable. Yeah. It's un it's so unsure. Yeah. The uncertainty is uh, uh, just a part of life now. And that leads yeah. to anxiety and, and which kind of feeds back into the whole uh, mindset of our, of our country right now. And it, it goes mm -hmm. back to, so after our first, episode of this season we actually got this feedback uh and it said one of us you you or i mike or or, or jim asked the question what keeps you up at night and uh the response from one of the listeners for me it's the 2024 presidential election and i i like these these are the uh, opponents alzheimer joe or mango mussolini that's, <laughs> <laughs> so, that is and, such a great summation of both yeah, yeah and that's it's looking like it i mean i know so yeah. there, there's there's part of uh what's what's happening part of the drama with this is at the supreme court level will uh will trump actually be on the uh the ballot in many states and i i don't see yeah. a re it's not going to happen they're not going to keep him off the ballot i think that's a it's a, a, a uh not a red herring necessarily but it's something that the, here's something for the news 
to focus on while we actually do business behind scenes, right? That's what it feels like in the political world. But uh, there's no doubt that Joe's going. I mean, he's, he's yeah, for sure. He's going to do it again. Trump's going to do it again. And that's everything else just feels like we're going through the motion at this point. I I think you're right. I, I think that for the political endeavor to seem like it is still viable, we have to have people like DeSantis on uh, on the road yeah. trying to get votes and doing um, stump yeah. talks and all that shit and getting on debates. But at the end of the day, honestly, if you look at the most current standings on like politico.com or any place else, mm -hmm. a real clear polling, any place. And you say, and you type in current political candidate standings. You know, the only two names that come up yeah. are Biden and Trump. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So the democratic party has already said that their candidate for the 2024 election is Joe Biden. Yeah. And there's a significant contingent of the RNC, which of course this is why both the DNC and the RNC are dead entities, mm -hmm. right? In right. my opinion, yeah. Um, the significant contingent of the RNC that says they are already going to back Trump, and there's there's mm -hmm. some backlash to that. The problem is, is people will fight it and they'll pretend to fight it right up until the Republican National Convention, yeah. When there has to be a candidate chosen, and then they're just going to side with the majority anyway. They're going to put up a couple fights during some of the the initial voting during the convention to make it look like they're trying for their constituents in each state. Right. But they're not they, really, they, but, but then they're going to fold and they're going to yeah. vote for Trump. He's going right. to get the, he's going to get the the nod. And it's just, a it doesn't crazy, matter. Yeah. It's crazy that we're doing I mean, he's so, and, and we could talk about the Epstein papers, blah, 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 but he's yeah. tied to all of like, he's, he's someone that has been canceled from the cancel culture mm -hmm. is someone that doesn't represent the values of the people that say they are backing him. And it just, yeah. how, how is that, how is that happening in, in our country? And, and we've, we've gotten, we put ourselves here, right? We've, yeah, we've, I, I, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. It's because it's no longer about what is right for the country. It's about what is right for the party during that election cycle. Right. Politics has nothing Nothing to do with what with what what is right for America, regardless of whatever talking head is out there, whatever mouthpiece you are hearing speak to you in whatever state you live in, whatever side you believe, yeah. if they are talking, whatever the points are, it has nothing to do with what is right for this country, what no matter what they say. It is for what is right or their, uh, their political party right. for that election cycle. Yeah, yeah. You could look back 30 years and see how the talking points for both the Democratic Party and the Democratic Party have flip-flopped over the last three decades. Mm -hmm. Back and forth. Yeah, yeah. It's insane to me. Like, Clinton was all about um, stopping illegal immigration. Obama on the on yeah. the trail was yeah. all about securing the border and stopping illegal immigration. It was one of the greatest threats to national security. Mm -hmm. He said this on his campaign trail. It gets elected, not an issue anymore. Right, right. And then it became right. The yeah, then, it, became, side, yeah, then right. it immediately flipped to the right. right. So, yeah. so it's just about what is what is going to get the political party through the next election cycle for whoever they believe will be amenable to their needs at the national level. Right. That's why you have people that only serve one 
one term in Congress because they get there and they have these awesome aspirations and they want to make a difference. And then they realize the bullshit that you have to go through as a junior senator or a junior representative from wherever you're at, starting on low-level committees yeah. with absolutely no power. And unless you fold over and vote party lines, you're fucked mm -hmm. because you will never get on another committee that has any real power. And that's how you stay in Congress. Right. And yeah, getting getting things done isn't about the the intent or the work. It's it's no. about the political games, right? Yep. And, absolutely yeah and we've so we've built our society that way that's the way our country is run mm -hmm. and yeah the, the only way to fix it is be the change and uh you know if you're a listener of the gray man podcast with aspirations to the senate or congress uh come on the show let's talk mm -hmm. <laughs> because you know Seriously. Even, even at a state level yeah for that matter uh, civic anybody anybody that's in that world um that can give some insights or looking for uh guidance maybe <laughs> Any, anybody you know anything we could do that's that's uh that's what we're here for just talking these things out i i don't i don't believe that there's a uh a candidate that can that can beat biden or trump right now and i don't know what that looks like in four years from now like what, yeah. what are we gonna do after this because yeah. well well Biden, can't, if he wins, he can't right. yeah, obviously yeah. He's, he's out. run again. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. Uh, and I think then the next logical candidate is Kamala Harris. Yeah. Or the Democratic she, Party. Yeah. She, so she is confirmed as the the VP. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's the same ticket. Yeah. So well, it's that, not, that's well, it's what, not going to be Trump and Pence. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. <laughs> they, you know, I have a love hate relationship. I've actually gotten a chance to shake his hand. Mm -hmm. um, Pence. And it was. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really, really cool. Um, we I was part of a PSO operation for him at a location where he went to visit and it was mm -hmm. a super nice guy. A little, a little like smaller than I thought he was gonna be. Yeah, they usually are. Yeah. But very nice personal man. And I had a high opinion of him until he kept backing Trump. Right. And when and now he's now now we have no dog in the fight anymore, so he's not backing Trump. Right. So politics is normal, right? And it's just like uh, Dan Crenshaw loved him when he first hit congress mm -hmm. yeah we talked about him huge yeah. huge fan nothing but party politics now yeah exactly if you and, and i because i follow him i follow his feeds mm -hmm. on social media i follow the stuff he puts out from his office i'm not i'm not a fan i'm just because it's party politics. he could right. be so much better but again you would have stuck have, to his guns yeah if you have political aspirations about moving forward in the party right. though and you it's, want a position of power in your place in Congress. Whatever it is, you, yeah, yeah. You got to play the game, the man. You, so yeah, here's here's how I see it to some department. Right. I, I see it playing out like this. A, a guy like so. Let's just take Crenshaw. And this is I'm guessing, like I do here sometimes. I I, I play these things out in my mind, and I, I see he comes in with all these aspirations. He's a tough guy. He can get things done. And then he realizes he has to play this game mm -hmm. or he's just not going to have any power. So 90% of what he does is playing the game so that 10% can get accomplished. The things that he really wanted to do when he came in and there's nothing he can do about it. If he comes out and admits that's what he's doing, then he's going to get ostracized. He won't be able to, to utilize that 10% of the, the power that he really wants to use. So in order to keep the power, he's got to play the games and people like us, they'll look at him and say, you fucking sold out. 
why are you why are you not doing what you said you were going to do we we just can't understand or we can't follow along because we're not political enough and i we i get it i get it i don't like it but if yep. if he's there i don't i don't think he's completely sold out i don't think he's completely just playing politics now he still does have good intentions but we're not going to see those not until he gets enough power to make it actually happen i think well and see that's the problem when it comes to being part of mm-hmm. the the republican party or the democratic party once you're firmly right. entrenched when you get to a position where you could actually truly affect change you don't yeah. because your job is to then take care of the party itself right now, i've got nothing against the man Personally, I think he, he sounds like a fantastic. I've never met him. Sounds like a fantastic guy. Yeah, we talked right? about getting him on the show at one point. Yeah, I mean, and he's still got interested. An, if ama- he is, yeah. an amazing, uh, an amazing military record. He is a diehard Texan, uh, mm-hmm. family man. There's nothing to say otherwise that he's not a devoted family man, father and husband, um, a patriot. But, yeah. and I have no doubt that he went in with vigor and. Sis boom ba, let's go change America, and then got in there and realized what a Leviathan it is, and to stay yeah. viable, he had to play party politics. That still doesn't excuse it, though, right? I'm I'm not given. I don't give anybody a pass because they are uh, a politician. Your your job is to take care of me as the citizen mm-hmm. of this great nation, not your fucking career or your party. You're you're beholden yeah. to me. But they're not anymore. That's the problem. And as a country, we've allowed it. And so I don't think, and this is kind of a dire statement to make, I don't think there is any possible way, honestly, and I'm using my experience from third world countries around the globe, plus an education mm-hmm. and my career, I don't think there's any way to change America from a grassroots up. There's zero chance it's going to happen. Yeah. Zero. It's too firmly entrenched. We're too far down the rabbit hole. Money is notional. Our debt is too high. The rhetoric is too bombastic. Mm -hmm. Americans are too detached now from the political endeavor. And they're like, right, well, I guess it's just gonna be Trump and Biden. When we get to that point in our country, then nothing from the grassroots changes. So it's either in in the political sphere. In the so it's an external force or civil war. That, yeah, it's an internal an internal motivation or an external motivation. That's yeah, what changes yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yes. And grassroots just isn't powerful enough. That was it's the key not. Yeah. yeah, yep. And that's so you once said, and and this has really stuck with me. I, we may have even talked about it before we began a podcast. But the idea of a government isn't for the people, regardless of what's said. It's to uh, maintain itself and to grow. Yes. That's yeah. what a government does. Well, yeah. that's what our parties are doing now. Yep. So it's it's it broadcast out from there. Businesses do it. Families do it. Our country does it. That's like you, yeah. you you're just perpetuating yourself, looking out for for. And there's you know there's a, a mindset that goes along with that. Um, well, and the problem is that's not what the government was designed for. My job as a husband and a father is to look out for my family and take right. care of them. My job as a business owner is to ensure that my business is solvent and that it makes money and to make decisions that keep my my business, the doors open. Right. The job of the government is not that. That's not what the, it was created for. The job of the government is to ensure that the uh, the the liberties and abilities and and rights of its sovereign its citizens right mm-hmm. this is a sovereign nation and its job is to take care of its citizens not itself yeah. unfortunately it is the other way around and that quote actually comes from um, Ronald Reagan a government is uh, in, in in business to do I'm paraphrasing to do one thing one thing only and that's make itself larger that's all the government right. does right. yeah is make itself larger and once a once a right 
and this isn't Reagan, but this once a right is ceded to the government, willingly ceded mm -hmm. to the government by its citizens, it is never willingly given back to the citizens without violence. Mm. Look at the history of all democracies yeah. across the world. Venezuela being the most recent one that has imploded in our lifetime. Yeah. Recent, most recent one was a democracy. And over the span of 20 years, citizens slowly ceded the rights given to them in their constitution to the government and did not get them back. And there's yeah. now only one way they're getting it back. Yeah. Huh. That's the way it works. And it's the not more, grassroots. <laughs> no, and it's not grassroots. The more you let your government take care of you, air quotes, that's you ceding your own rights. You're you're giving them away. Yeah. For those of you who wonder, like, why is he saying seeding? I'm not talking about putting seeds in the ground, letting it grow. Mm -hmm. Giving away your rights. Yeah, yeah, Once yeah, yeah. you yeah. give them away, you seed them from yourself willingly to let the government do a thing for you. Yeah. You never get that right back to do that thing for yourself. The government is not in the business of relinquishing power, nor does it ever. Yeah. Ever. So, all right. Uh, man, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good example. And I keep coming back to prohibition because prohibition was the stop, uh, the stopping of, uh, making yep. alcohol. That was the, you yep. can't make alcohol. Yep. Can't, and uh, you can't, you can't serve it. You can't consume it. You right. can't purchase it. You can't manufacture right. it. Yep. And, and yet that was overturned. So how is that, that violence? Yeah. Was there no violence? leading up to the amendment that yeah. overturned it. Violence led to pressure on politicians to overturn prohibition. Yeah. That's why. Huh. Yeah. So, okay. So there's one of the bloodiest, bloodiest criminal sprees yeah, in yeah. American history yeah. was prohibition. Yeah. That's why it got fucking overturned. We got some good movies and shows out of it. You ever watch yeah. Walk Empire? Damn, that's a good show. Have you seen it? Such an awesome show. Yeah, yeah. it's got Steve Buscemi in it. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. Guys. Yeah, it's yeah. so cool. it's, that's people, and I've I've actually had somebody bring up Prohibition to me before. Yeah. It, it, we, it got overturned because their politicians had so much pressure on them due to the violence, the sheer violence involved with the criminal enterprise that was bootlegging. Yeah, well, and that's, yeah, so that's, that's what was, there was a, a it was organized enough that yeah, it became reality. And I, so we look today, okay, let's talk about marijuana. People aren't going to smoke dope and be uh, no. violent. <laughs> so it's a different, a different. I, I had, when I was on the road, I never pulled anybody uh, over that was high and they were violent, like right. drunk and violent. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. smoking weed, not, not yeah. ever. I didn't fucking care. And that's, that's another. So then, but when I talk about that, then I think, okay, that's not really a rights thing because nope. the rights you're talking about are freedom. And right now, yeah. I can, I can, oh, I can't. If, so if I do something with weed in North Dakota and I don't have a medical card, it's illegal. And mm. yet the likelihood of being uh, incarcerated for it or even getting a fine for it is pretty low right now, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's across the nation. So it almost feels like the government is just turning a blind eye. That's the, you know. I, I think, I think there are because eventually they know that it's going to become 
legal in all 50 states. And once it's legal in all 50 states or the preponderance of all, all 50 states, then I think there'll be a lot of pressure nationally to remove it from the DEA schedule one list. That's, yeah. that's what I think it's going to be. It's still going to take a little bit. Yeah. What I'm talking about for pressure is not stuff like that. Like smoking yeah. weed is not a right. Right. You know, um, driving a car is not a right. It's not people right. are like, I don't, you know, but it is, it's my right to drive on these roads. It's not actually you, you like, do I like to pay for state tags? No. Do I like to pay for a license? No. Can the, is the state allowed to do that? Because the constitution remanded those, those powers to the state that yeah. are not specifically designated to the federal government. Yes. Yeah. So the state can tell you that to drive on the roads that we have provided for you, you're going to pay taxes to drive on those roads and we're going to ensure that your vehicle is up to snuff. So it's, it's just not a safety issue. So you do have to have license plates on your vehicle and right. you does have to be insured and you do have to have driver's license so that we know you were properly trained to do it. So I don't have a problem with that. Driving a car is not a right. Uh, what the stuff that I'm talking about, the stuff that I'm talking about is the glimpse of government control. Again, that we saw during um, the COVID pandemic, how they, inc and the Patriot Act, holy fuck, how is nobody still talking about that we have the Patriot Act still in it? Yeah, still in, in place, yeah. Still in place, oh my God. So you got post 9-11, yeah. we got post 9-11, a significant infringement on personal rights in the Patriot Act by the Bush administration that continually, mm -hmm. both by Democrats and Republicans, keeps getting approved and extended. Sure, because and, we got it. They got it already. Why give it back? And it keeps getting expanded. Mm-hmm. Not just yeah. by Republicans, but by Democrats as well. Sure. Hello out there. It's not just like a far right thing. It's the left does it as well. Because once again, once you cede a right to the government, they never willingly give it back. And we gave that to them willingly post 9-11 because, because we needed something to make us feel better. Yes. That's what that act was. Yeah, yeah. And the government has the ability to absolutely fucking rape you technologically under the Patriot Act. It is insane how easy it is. And that's not me being a foil head. This is me having used that fucking thing during yeah, investigations. Yeah. So I know what we can do. And it's worse if you're overseas. So can way. I, and I, oh, all right. So I, and as a, as producer Jim, I'm gonna put my producer hat on. I can cut this part out if you don't want to talk about it here, but I know part of the reason you left law enforcement was because that was being forced on you. To yes, no, the, you'd in a, in a way that, yeah, to, to use it in a way that you weren't ethically yes. comfortable with. Yeah, I 100% had it out with my boss over an investigation that they wanted me to be a part of that had to do with a significant violation of an active duty member's First Amendment rights yeah. with no federal cause. There was no law that was broken. Mm -hmm. And I said no, and they said yes, and I said no. And if you want me to do it, then here's my badge. And they backed down. I also had to get, as a civilian law enforcement officer, I had to get our our association involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, it's but it, it kept happening and they kept pushing it, and so. And here's the it was, so, it was kind of the perfect storm when it yeah. when the opportunity arose for me to leave. There was no it was like I had no heartburn leaving because of the what how the government was abusing its powers upon its citizens. Yeah. Daily. So that's 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 okay. So that's the gray man talking. As as citizen Jim, I'm a guy living my life in a state capital that is I don't know if we're the smallest state capital, but we got to be pretty close as far as cities and and governments are concerned. We're we're a small state, we're a small town. 
And uh, I think about my phone, for example. I've got a lot of stuff on my phone. I've got access to a lot of information. Mm -hmm. All of my stuff is there. I know I'm being tracked. I know that the government can come and take my phone and and unlock it and get all that information. Um, they can see where I've searched online. Uh, they they know everything about where I've been. <laughs> and meh, I don't. It's just not worth fighting. And that's I think that's a lot of us. A lot of Americans are like that. Like it's just what what can we do to fight it? So but but until you have and I and I've heard this a lot from people. Like I'm yeah. not really doing anything wrong. I don't care. Yeah. And it doesn't matter until they do show up on your doorstep Ooh. and you are accused of something that you didn't do. But they seize your shit anyway and they treat yeah. you like a criminal. Then and it, they can but, manipulate it in a way that shows that you oh, are there. Yeah, I have watched yeah. shit being written in a way. That is yep. condemning to the individual in for which that investigation is is being run. Yeah. Even though you're not saying they're guilty, you're writing it. Yeah, words. You man. are one hundred percent looking for things to prove this. That's another reason I left federal law enforcement. Yeah, is we were looking for stuff to prove people guilty. Yeah. No, my job is to substantiate or unsubstantiate an allegation of wrongdoing at the federal level. That's yeah. that's what I do. Not not make someone look guilty. And if and I've had bosses that like that was their mental attitude. You fuck right off. I'm done, man. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. But that's the way in which it is moving, and that's why I don't like the. That's why I don't like the ATF. That's why mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of the DEA. That's why the FBI can go fuck off because I've worked with them too. Yeah, the agency. That's those clowns overseas, I wouldn't piss on them to put them out if they were on fire. I'm not even joking. And that's so that was going to be my point as the average guy, just the regular guy sitting here. I'm fine. I live the rest of my life under these conditions. Whatever. It's fine until it becomes me yeah. or my family or a friend or someone that I know that this happens to. And, and then it's too late. And then, yeah, exactly. Then we have no recourse. What do you, what yeah. do you hire the best lawyer you can lose all your money, lose your reputation, lose jobs, lose money, lose all the things there. And the, the there's nothing to protect the freedom. And if there's no grassroots right. to fix it, if there's no way to fix it aside from an outside entity or uh, violence, right. Yeah. Then what's, yep. what's next. We just live like this and hope for the best. And that if there's one thing that the gray man podcast is not about hope, <laughs> yeah. we're not here to hope for a goddamn sorry guys yeah that's yeah. not that's that's not me i want I, I live that i do i live I, I i live in hope and i plan for no hope right like that's yeah. I, I, I my mindset is positive i'm a guy that when i meet someone you start at a positive and unless you prove otherwise we're going to go up and that like i don't have the suspicion that mike does because i don't know the things to look for necessarily but i i know that you do the same thing you start with people and man they're at okay let's just start right here yep but they can click down pretty quickly in in your you sure can yep yeah so and, if it was a, if it was a skill out of zero out of ten i start people out of five automatically mm -hmm. i don't care how nice of a person you are or what kind of life you've led you started at five yeah and it's a choose your own adventure yeah. immediately from the first handshake yeah first words that come out of your mouth it's a choose your own adventure whether you go up or down whether i'm not i'm going to deal with you again right but, uh, and i do believe most society is at a uh, america is at a well what do we do with this just the life we live in uh, now mm -hmm. this is a society in which we live in we can't do anything about this so i just got to deal with it yeah. but you don't and we have millions 
tens and hundreds of millions of Americans that just live like that every day. And that's why this government gets away with the bullshit that they get away yeah. with. Yeah. And that's why I firmly believe, unfortunately, that there are only two ways that it changes. And yeah. I hope, I hope with all of my heart that I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't think I am. So uh, I think of, I man, I had a thought there. So just living this life. So, and there's two ways to live this life under those terms too. One way is it sucks and I'm going to do the best that I can. And then there's also, it sucks and I'm the victim and everybody owes me something because yeah. of it. No, you're, you're not wrong. I think, I think there's a lot of that too. And that's, that's also holding us back because if we're all the victims, then it's nothing but martyrs out there and nobody wants it any better because it's a better life to say I'm being screwed over than to do the work to get out of it because well, I've been there. I've been there and I believe I'm better today. But there are days like, fuck it, man. There's nothing I can do. You just owe me something. And well, and so it is. Yeah, it, it, it's I think real. there are th there are three ways to deal with it. One is the it sucks, but there's nothing I can do about it. But you keep mm -hmm. living, right? Two, yeah. it sucks and I'm a victim. So you owe me something. Yeah. Or there's the third version, which is the lowest percentage of the population out there. And we get a bad rap. Yeah. Here come the wolves. Well, yep. And that's me. I'm I'm in there that fuck you, this is wrong. I'm going to fight you every step of the way. Yeah, You'll pry it from my cold, dead hands. I don't expect the Gestapo to show up at my door. I don't think Biden is a Nazi and I don't think Trump is a Nazi. I think they're terrible human beings and terrible pot politicians and they should not be the, the highest uh, representative of this country yeah. ever. However, I don't think that's what they are. I think it's super easy for Congress to pass laws to make it harder on Americans. And that's who we should be pissed at. But I'm the guy that's going to be defending my homestead because fuck you. Right, right. Yeah. And that's and that's that's the difference. So when we say it's it's not a grassroots thing that'll fix it from my perspective, my home needs to be protected. And then I, I need to be able to get to a place where I can be safe. Like that's yeah. I'd like safety and security aren't from the government anymore. And I'm, I'm no. not saying that we need to do something dramatic or, or, or cause violence. I'm just saying we all need to be prepared. We need to be healthy. We need to take care of our family and right. whatever else happens out there. If it's Trump that becomes president and somehow initiates something that makes him a dictator it's not going to change how my home is protected, right? And that's nope. that's the kind of message I think that is important for us to uh, to all remember. Every like every home should know that, not just the gray men out there, right? Yeah, and and you should know where your line is and how far you're willing to go to mm. exercise that right of yours. Yeah, to be to to enjoy the blessings and freedoms and freedoms and trappings of living in the greatest, truest, freest nation on earth. Although yeah. we're not the freest nation on earth anymore. We actually rank fairly low in democracy mm. around the world because we're not a democracy. I've said this many times. America's not a democracy. We're a federal republic. Is there a, is there an actual democracy? Um, I'd have to check again. We've been, we talked about this a lot in grad school, yeah. but it's been, it's been 13 years. Been now a little since bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been a hot minute, but even back then the U S ranked fairly low when it comes to came to overall freedoms when, right. with respect to democracies. Yeah. Straight. I don't think there's any true democracy. I can't, out there. I can't imagine. I mean, other than because tribal, countries are I mean, too big for that. Yeah. You could be yeah. a tribal democracy somewhere in, you know, like rural Africa yeah. or Afghanistan or wherever. They're not democracies though. <laughs> okay. We're going to, I'm not going to cut that, but just pretend you didn't hear that. That, that yeah. not happened in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not anyway, happening there. Theocracy. Um, yeah, exactly. But so I, I, 
you have to decide now where that line is for you and how willing you're going. And then you have to have the ability to exercise those and the willingness. Like my, my family knows very clearly where my line is and that I am absolutely willing to stand on that line. And I don't give a fuck who shows up on my doorstep. Yeah. That's my line. Yeah. And I would rather, and I honestly, and this is not bravado because we've had these talks offline. My family knows this. Mm-hmm. I would rather die standing on that line than live as a fucking coward for the rest of my life, mm. knowing that I folded. Because what does yeah. that what does that do for my family? Yeah. You know? So there's there's that mindset. And and I, I mentioned a little bit ago wolves, right? You're a wolf. Yep. There's no doubt about it. You're yeah, the wolf that protects you are actively protecting, yeah. right? I'm I'm a fucking predator. Yeah. And, and and I say that not in a negative term. The predator can you can you can be a predator in a positive term. Yeah. Right, right. And I, I, so I'm, I look at myself as, as a hunter. I hunt, but I think my line is grayer than, than yours. And I'm just, just for comparison, just for discussion. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the difference where, 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 where it is for me is I'm deciding when that line is made that I'm no longer able to go back. And I think that's the difference. Like there's a, there's a line and I know where that line Mm -hmm. is. If I shoot someone and it's in terms of me or them, I can't go back after that. Right. No. Like there's, there's no going back from that. So mm-hmm. is what, what does it take to get to that line? If it's, you know, we're, we're each holding a pistol against each other's heads and somebody's counting down to three, I'm going to pull the trigger, right? Like, yeah, there's going to be me or you. It's me every time. Yeah. Gonna, and if, if someone, cheat. if someone <laughs> is affecting my, my, well, and this is, this is where I'm going survival. It's yeah. So there's a point at which it becomes survival, and for you, survival as a wolf is different than uh, a sheep. Their survival is relying on the wolf. Yeah. Uh, there's also survival of the predator, right? The not not the predator that's protecting, but the predator yeah. that's attacking. Yeah. They're, they're trying to from their perspective, you know. And I'm always in somebody's head. This is this is where my life is. How do I how do I put myself in a position of the person trying to get past Mike to get to the sheep? And, and that person is trying to survive too. And they believe that they're doing the right thing, even if they know it's wrong, even if they know it's morally wrong, they're doing the right thing. Well, they're doing, the, they're doing a self-serving power. thing, which does, yeah. that, that not, is not necessarily the right thing. But to them it is. That's, and, and I'm not talking, I'm not, don't get me wrong. Okay, so no, about, take morality out of the picture. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah it's yeah, right exactly. for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not talking gotcha. about your right and my right and your truth. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. But someone or is morality. Right. Whatever they're doing, yeah, they're doing it because they believe it's their yeah. right thing to do. You've talked about the fact that if if it comes down, push comes to shove, your neighbor, or and, and I use that term loosely, yeah. your direct yeah. neighbor, but someone in your neighborhood, someone in your town will die because you need a resource. You're a loot drop for me, man. So You're absolutely right. Right? That so yep. that that is part of what we have to expect too. And it, it anything from the aliens landing to our son going into the most active uh, season that it has had in the last three cycles, especially last cycle, which it didn't do much. We're on that Mm -hmm. 11-year cycle. The sun is far more active than it's been. I don't know if you've seen the pictures or the news coming out about what's happening. Yeah, I've been following that too pretty closely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's already impacted in the last three or four months. It's impacted radio uh, across the world, and, and we've had some flares coming at us that have affected things. So the natural disasters, which I, I know we want to talk about. That's mm-hmm. actually going to be our, our personal defense, uh, talking about those tier two 
situations. And with all of that, whatever happens societally, politically, are we prepared for it? Right. And, and what yeah. are we going to do? Where is our line with that? And I think that's a daily question for a lot of us. And I, and I, it seems weird to be talking about this in conjunction with an election year, but we're <laughs> at a point where I feel, I mean, that's, that's a normal topic right now. Yeah. The election year, there's a movie coming out called civil war, civil oh, war. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. I, I'm really, I'm sure. looking forward to it just because I one, just hope they don't screw it up. Ron Swanson is the president. Yeah. You know, um, but I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how there's a lot of controversy over that movie, both on the left and on the right. But I'm looking forward to see how they do it. Not that yeah. I and I'm telling and hopefully everybody out there listening understands I'm not advocating for any of this. Right. I like my life as it is. People who advocate for a hard reset apparently don't like modern medicine. And if you have a family that right. has diabetes, you don't love them either because they're going to fucking die. Yeah. yeah, because that shit's not like. An infection, a, yeah. a simple infection. Give yeah, it, what, gotta, what, is, what is it? You, as, okay, as a medical dude. Uh, so everything goes to shit tomorrow. We wake up okay. and everything's gone to shit. There's a supply of medicine out there that'll keep people with infections. Seven days. For seven days. And yep. then what? So on the, and then yep. herbs, so herbs and spices. Now, two months from now, you get a cut and it becomes infected. And if you don't have someone that knows what to do with that, it legitimately could kill you. Yeah, it could turn into sepsis and kill yeah. you. Yeah, sepsis. Absolutely, sucks, dude. I've seen sepsis, not a serious sepsis that put down. I'll talk. My mother, she's she's had sepsis, and they had to do a shit ton of work to yeah. get her out of it. And it wasn't even that serious when it started. Um, and and just seeing what she had to go through to come back with all of the medicine that we have. Uh, at our disposal, she would have died. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. She would have died. Odin's had it. He had to be life flighted out. Yeah. My grandson has ha experienced it as a, I think he was under the age of two, and, maybe a year and a half. Minot has decent yeah. medical facilities and they had to send him someplace else. That's not yep. going to be available if. Uh, and I caught it. I'm the one that caught it because his parents took him to the doctor and into the ER and they sent him home. Yeah. And so I went over and I did a checkup on him. And I said, these are the things that you tell the doctor, go back into the ER. These are the words that you say. And when they said those words, then he got blood tests and lo and behold, he had fucking sepsis, just mm. like I knew he did. And he had to be life flighted out. Yeah. He had to be sent to Fargo. It was yeah. insane, man. And we, we do have fairly okay. I mean, yeah. My, my no, point is, okay, yeah. so I'm no fan of the administration of the current hospital here, but the hospital itself does good work. It really yeah. does. Yeah. There's good people that work there that really want to help you. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, yeah, it's weird that we talk about, we're, we're talking about this in conjunction with an election, but it's not the first time in history that, you know, Americans have had these thoughts either, but yeah. you, you do have to decide that stuff now, but just know that whoever you vote for, this election is not changing a fucking thing about the direction our country is headed, by the way. Now it may, it may shift the economy a little bit. Sure. And it will, on, I think it will. Depending on who gets elected. Right. Yeah. And what their but foreign our, policies are. Our, 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 our national debt still almost $40 trillion. Yeah, that's not going to change. And it, and it will be over $40 trillion by the election. Oh yeah. So it's not, it's not slowing down. It's not, yeah, quite it's not going to change anything. It'll change the, the, the upfront ability of Americans maybe to afford things. 
Short term. It changes short term economics. Elections affect short term economics. They do nothing for the long term economic welfare and health of this country. Nothing. And it's that only ship has of, already sailed. Yeah, and it's only because perception that it changes. Yes. Everybody yep. freaks out a little bit. So it changes for a bit. We're already talking about in the world stage that Europe is going into a recession, that the Nikkei index is down. So Japan's going into a recession. And with this current earthquake that we're going to talk about, yeah. that's not going to help at all. That has really put the hammer to them bad there's been a shit ton of stuff i mean iceland finally blew up yeah volcano york, in iceland new york had a bunch of uh, uh explosions and rattle and shaking that happened well, in there yeah. well just as of today texas and wisconsin had uh had tremors under so a significant tremor or earthquake is considered anything over 4.0 on the richter scale yeah um wisconsin had like a 2.7 earlier right. today and in west texas they had three over the last two days that were like in the high threes yeah which for somebody that doesn't have an earthquake i would suspect is still pretty uh disconcerting. yeah 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 no kidding right like yeah. why the fuck are we having them but yeah um we just and they're they've had them in um india and malaysia all over the pacific rim of course there are huge fault lines mm -hmm. on the pacific rim california's experienced multiples recently yeah. well they always um, do. yeah but it's because of the activity that just happened on the, because that ring, that fault line yeah. rings around the, it's, it's the Pacific ring. That's why we call it the Pacific ring. Yeah. That fault line circles the Pacific and it goes from Japan all the way up to the Aleutians in Alaska and comes down on the coast of, of uh, California and down on South America. So Chile and Peru, mm -hmm. they've all experienced um, earthquake tremors recently, but it was in Japan and worked its way around. And it, it was, uh, I think it was like 4.5 or something near San Francisco. Yeah. So That's, I mean, and then and then Godzilla shows up. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. And well, and uh, I'm gonna. So there's a there's a website, and it's the U.S. Geological Survey website, and it's it's the one that I follow for um, any type of um, earthquake data. And it's and there's a part of the page that is real time active tremors that are being registered around. Oh, okay, yep. Yeah. Um, and even today in the northeastern Pacific rim it was 4.6 hmm. on the richter scale nepal just had a 4.5 today um japan's still having 5.0 and above tremors yeah and what was there there was like a seven something i'll have to go back and look but yeah 7.4 yeah 7.6 one of the two i was uh, my default was yeah. going to be 7.6 but so there's a map that that you can also go to that actually has dots on the map that show you where these uh, reports are. And if you hmm. look at the the Pacific Rim fault line, you can, you can just follow them. But yeah, yeah. so Japan just, unfortunately, and my heart goes out to the people there that um, just had a massive earthquake in mainland Japan mm -hmm. and it affected North and South on the Island of Honshu and some of the subsidiary islands, you know, the smaller islands there. Uh, it was felt in China and in Korea, it was felt in uh, in the Pacific Rim Islands. It's still being felt. There was an immediate hundred thousand citizen evacuation for that. Yeah, yeah because of the hundred thousand. Right? Yeah, yeah, and it was quick. I, I saw a lot of videos about that. How that how that yeah. went down, and and then I saw the 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 wave that actually came through, and it was it was a meter. But you look at the if you would have been standing, that would have knocked you swallowed over. your hole. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, it, yeah. yeah, it, it would have. Uh, Three and a half feet of water yeah. moving at a moderate speed from a tremor 
coming into the ocean will yeah. take you with it and you're not stopping it. Yeah. It's not a wind wave. It's, and, and yeah. I, people get confused about that. So, so we're, we're going to talk about, uh, and that's a tier two. So we've talked about yes. the tiers. We'll have a quick, uh, maybe you could do a quick recap about what the, the different tiers are. And we're going to yes. talk about that before we dive into it, that we have these new sponsors and, and I'm excited because uh, we actually got a new sponsor this time around. So I'm going to, I'm going to do my little, my little blitz. So I, what the thing is, I wondered, so I've been in contact with these folks. If you heard uh, previously, we've got uh, some, some folks in the, the village, Bumfuck, Egypt. And uh, I was wondering about where the town name came from. And it's actually, there's a couple of key families uh, because we talked about the bombs, right? Uh, the bombs are yeah. the Salmonella Cafe, uh, the bombs. They helped establish the village. Um, they, and they, the thing is, they didn't have a lot of capital, but they brought a lot of people with. They're, they're pretty, pretty well known, right? They brought some folks in. Now, the main company in town, though, the business, it's a pharmaceutical corporation. And just like they, they, they have a plant there, they have their pharmaceutical manufacturing and development happens there. And it's the same thing. Salmonella Cafe doesn't have a lot of restrictions and regulations in that area. That's the reason they decided to go there. The same thing with the pharmaceutical corporation. And it's a, their name is, it's a P-H-A-K, Fock. Fock Pharmaceuticals is the family name. And they've headquartered to reduce costs, like I said. So they're able to save money because there's not a lot of- Logical business decision. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So together- um, when they brought it together, it's the two family names, Bomb for Salmonella and then Fuck for the family's name from the pharmaceuticals. So Bumfuck Egypt was born. And as a result of that investigation, I was able to contact the the Fuck Pharmaceuticals and they agreed to sponsor us as well. Oh, so, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So a word from this week's sponsor of the Gray Man uh, podcast, podcast. <laughs> Maybe we'll go with Fockcast at some point, but it's a uh, Fock Pharmaceuticals. So here's here it is. Fock Pharmaceuticals is proud to be a founding member of their community and encourage all listeners of the Gray Man podcast to stay healthy without breaking their budget. At Fock Pharmaceuticals, Q stands for quality, and their line of Fock Q products is unmatched in the healthcare industry. This time of year, who doesn't have a little cough at some time or another? Mike and I were actually talking about yeah, that. And we've been do. coughing, got the little tickles in our throat, some productive cough, some not so much. So we're, we're working through that. We recommend Fock Pharmaceuticals, soon to be famous, Fock Cough Syrups and Fock Cough Drops. Afraid of missing work? Fuck off and go to work. Don't want to work? Fuck off and call out sick. Really not feeling it today, fuck cough and go to bed. Fock Pharmaceuticals is sensitive to end-of-life comfort as well. At some point, you might need fuck cough and die. Whatever your ailment, the quality products of Fock Pharmaceuticals is right for you. Fuck you and do better. Disclaimer important here, fuck products have not been tested or approved or even heard of by any reputable agency. Use at your own risk. Side effects are too numerous to list, but probably you'll be all right and most likely will save money compared to anything else on the market. Good luck and fuck you. Thank, well, thank you to thank fuck you. pharmaceuticals. Yeah, thank you, Fuck Pharmaceuticals, for yes. sponsoring today's podcast. I appreciate yeah. that. I'm always in the market for some um, you need inexpensive... Some cheap pharmaceuticals absolutely my yeah, life as legit as many things out there so if you're in bumfuck or happen to be passing through salmonella's cafe uh maybe pick up a bag of fuck cough drops and uh that, that, that but, should be good well let us know how they work for you we'd love Ooh. to hear back from anybody who's uh used 
um, product from one of our sponsors. Yeah, in, in the U.S., unfortunately, and uh, you know, I, I don't want to turn people away from from fuck pharmaceuticals, but we can't we can't get them here in the U.S. yet. We're still working on a way to to import those. But if you're out in bumfuck, that's that's the that's the the stuff to get. And I know a lot of our listeners work there, so uh, yeah, thank you. They don't actually speak our language, but it's still pretty cool. They can get it translated. I appreciate that. Thank you guys again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's so, what are these different yeah. tiers? Yeah, let's tier start. one, two, and three. And we talked about the first time we brought it up, we talked about a tier one emergency and it was it had to do with uh, my daughter and son-in-law's house. So a tier one emergency is an immediate emergency within 24 hours that you need to deal with. Yeah. Um life or limb. A tier two emergency is anything that lasts to from 24 hours to seven days. And a tier three emergency is anything lasting longer than seven days. So All right. a, an easier way to think about this is a tier one emergency is a threat to life or limb inside your home, outside your home, vehicle immediate accident, and immediate yeah. and urgent, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, a fall, um, an injury in that all of that can be in that tier one a heart attack or stroke. I mean, it, yeah, natural or otherwise. Yeah, there. exactly. A tier two is kind of your natural disasters. Mm -hmm. Um, and Power so, outages. I was going to say in North Dakota, probably the most common is a severe uh, blizzard, which we yeah. can see coming most of the time. We know it's going to happen, so people will stock up. But there I know are people that don't, though. That yeah. blows my mind. And then yeah. they're pissed off that they can't, the, the roads aren't clear. I need food. The roads weren't clear. Motherfucker, you had three days. We knew this was coming. Yep. And there are that now it becomes desensitized. And here's here's part of tier two is just like we were talking about with mm -hmm. the politics, you just accept it like nah, they said before yeah, we were true. gonna have a bad storm or the the hurricane was gonna be really bad and they kicked everybody out. I'm just gonna Floridians stick Floridians with hurricanes, fine. man. Anybody yep. in the Gulf Coast, hurricanes yep. like yeah, whatever. We hear about it all the time. Or earthquakes if you live on the West Coast or mm -hmm. So it's a, nat a, yeah. a natural disaster of some type. And those can affect you from 24 hours to a week, sometimes longer if your home is destroyed. But we're talking about that tier two area where it's a couple days to a week. A tier three is anything at the national level that prohibits significant normal life activities yeah. going forward. Right. And we can, I mean, we've listed them before, economic collapse mm -hmm. depressions um instability violence yeah. i would say that the violence that happened in minneapolis post george floyd i would i would label that a tier three yeah uh, honest to god uh, that would have been a tier three for me and if i was anywhere near there my lifestyle would have changed significantly mm. as would have my uh, my home defense and my routine and for my family yeah but um, tier three is is violence and the can be the absence of the rule of law or yeah, you, you know go. any yeah. of those things right yeah. for a long long time. Yeah. So what um, happened in Japan, I would consider to be a tier two. What happened in Miami for the power outage, I would consider that a tier two, mm -hmm. uh, even though it didn't last for days at a time you're talking about a significantly dense population area that lost all power for a significant yeah. time. Yeah. Imagine New York city at the height of the business day when there's around 8.5 million people on the Island of Manhattan during the height of the work day mm -hmm. and all power goes off yeah. all of it. So no public Think, transportation. 
no sanitation, no heat, no cool, nothing. Yeah. No, hospitals, no lights. Yeah. Yep. Hospitals have Back generators yeah. for a little bit. Right. Right. For if a they're little bit. Yeah. If, yeah, if they're functional. Geez, that's a whole nother question. Mm -hmm. So now we have this thing in Japan where there is a, um, and there, they have frequent earthquakes, they have tsunamis, and there are, they have a really robust civil defense force in that country. It's very, very impressive. If you've, if you've never read up on it, I highly recommend reading up on it. The Japanese are really, really good at that. Can I, what they did not put into a military post-World War II because we wrote their constitution, they shifted right. to a civil defense force, mm -hmm. which was smart on their part. It's, yeah. it's highly, we used to have one in the U.S. post-World War II, mm -hmm. gone. Yeah. Gone. Went no away in like the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. The 80s were like, we don't need it anymore. Yeah. We're Whatever. Fine. Kids can stay home by themselves. It's cool. Yeah. No shit. Jesus. <laughs> so I want to so, contrast, but I would like to contrast their system with what we do have here, which is the uh, emergency broadcast system. And my experience, my experience with it is about every six weeks or so, I get a notification on my phone that we lost another old, some old person. It's a silver yeah. alert drove off walked off they're not they didn't find them we don't even get i don't even get amber alerts as much as we get yeah, i don't alerts. so i honestly desensitized 100 percent. yeah i hear the alarm and i just think we lost another old and i i don't mean to be elder uh abusal or anything like that yeah but dismissal yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's I, that's not an emergency at a, at a at yeah. the, that level notify the authorities they can yeah. fix that let well, me know if somebody's dropping a bomb or if we no longer have access to emergency uh, services. That's well, what here's, yeah. here's the difference. Here's my contrast with it. Yeah. Um, the Japanese government and their civil defense um, structure, they, they practice all the time and citizens yeah. are involved in it. There, there's robust practice routinely for a lot of these contingencies because they live it, right? right. In the U.S. we used to do that. Mm-hmm. Like you oh, look yeah, back I to remember. the 50s, yeah. 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, remember? Yeah. 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 We were, 80s, the, we they're going to drop a bomb. Go to the hallway and put your head between your knees. Yeah. Your Get under your desk because that's yeah, going to yeah. help you. But, yeah. I mean, we had we had exercises and all of this stuff. It was and in families, like yeah. my family canned, and we had, yeah. you know, some some type of plan. Nobody does it. Now, FEMA does tabletop exercises and sometimes limited physical exercises in remote regions that don't require any interaction with the public whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Just stay out of the way. That's right? Just told. stay the fuck yeah. out of the way. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Let, uh, let us practice this thing that we're going to try and huh. somehow rope you into if something really happens. And they're fucking terrible at it to begin with, by the way. But what they do, because I've been in some yeah, yeah. FEMA tabletop exercises, they're terrible at it. It, do they roll dice? <laughs> oh, yeah, I got a net one. You're dead. Yeah. Sorry. Well, this town's nuked. <laughs> um, but what they will tell you is, well, just we refer people to our website. And we have plenty of pamphlets out there and how you can yeah. kind of put stuff together for preparedness kits and maybe some things that you could practice. And nobody's going to do that. Okay. Okay. A side okay. note, though, there there are there are there is some pretty decent information if you mm -hmm. don't know where to start. Yeah, I, I will say this. If you don't know where to start with this stuff, there's some pretty decent information on FEMA's website for tornadoes and hurricanes and earthquakes and home kits and first aid kits and stuff to keep in your car for winter survival and all of that stuff. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. Yep. And and how to prepare. Yeah. Prepare. Yeah. For, yeah. The, the, so, okay. I want to take the a problem. Step. Then is you have to do it. Well, yes. 
just buy the stuff. You're fine. Yeah. Just buy it. No, just, just put it in the box. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going to take us down a rabbit hole um, because what we talked about earlier was our rights being taken away. So mm-hmm. uh, Mike, the gray man is going to be told by a new entity. This uh, we're, we're going to start up two years from now. We're going to have a new civil uh, entity by the federal government saying we all need to start practicing what will happen if something bad happens. And just like in Japan, all of the citizens need to participate or this group of citizens need to participate in this this civic activity in case something bad happens. How happy is the gray man going to be that he all in participate? All in. Yeah. All in. That seems, that, that seems and, opposite to what we talked about earlier where you're giving up rights. No, but it's not it's not giving up anything. If I'm, if I'm going to be an asset to my community by practicing a skill set that helps prepare my community in being selfish, myself and my family, so that I can learn what the government response mm. is going to be and then modify my response to it. Yeah. I'm all in. So how is use, that? I, I don't, I don't use that to perpetuate the government's preparedness. I use that to perpetuate my ability okay. to respond to the government. So how is that different than wearing a mask? If, if we're, if we're being told that it's, it's part of what if we it's mandatory, I have an issue with it. So, so if, that, it, that, that, that so if mandatory, so if it's, um, we're, we're starting up a civil defense again, we'd like people to volunteer and come help help out. And we want a community involvement. I'm all in. I'm all in. No, does, is that what Japan does? Yeah. It's voluntary. Yes. All right. Um, That's not what I heard, but that from. No, their government has mandatory exercises Ah, where agencies are involved, but they get citizens involved in it. Okay. Okay. Then I I heard, I heard wrong. Yeah. So there are volunteer civil defense things, just like we used to have in the U S I remember that in the world war II. They still have them in Japan. They Hmm. still have them. All right. Okay. So that's a little bit different. Yeah, if that's the case, I'm all in. The minute the government says I must participate in a thing because you said so, yeah, and you're going to give up your part of this for the government's use, you can fuck right off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that. Yep that that becomes the issue because after a natural disaster happens, we all need to get together and pool our resources. That's one way in which the government becomes. Uh, Barry, mm, yeah, right? yep, and, that's and that's, 100%. that's a line. That's a line I know that's you don't a, cross. Yep, and and those of us that are surviving, yeah, those of us that are surviving, just trying to figure out how to get to tomorrow. That's a tough line to to yep. not allow them to walk over, right? And that's the problem that you could you don't have to rely on them. You could be self sufficient. You could right. have all of these things and not have yeah. to do it. But people are lazy and they won't. Right. Government's going to fix it for us. So yeah, I, the government's going to fix all of that. I know that was a rabbit hole, but I felt like that was a good tie into what we were it was a talking good about earlier. So, yeah. so let's, it's, it's completely voluntary and Japan ha- was prepared. And I did, I saw a lot of folks again, yeah. go back to my TikTok people that were live broadcasting that their phone went off and they just held it up to the cam and said, I got to go. And like, yep cut off and, and then they yep. went about their lives and, and they go and they, and they help out their community because that's something that they have been raised to do. They volunteer right. to be a part of this. We've lost that in America. Well, We've, let's, let's put that in terms of war. Like you've talked about, we don't have anything that affects our, our dinner tables. Nope. Uh, Not at all. A, Not since world war two, a nationwide, uh, the Fukushima 
or yeah. or what just happened you know a week ago in japan that affects everybody's table right yes so they they are still invested in, yep. in in that and we don't have anything common like that in in our society and we'd be hard pressed to have something like that outside of a cataclysmic events or uh wyoming exploding yeah or yeah the super volcano in wyoming exploding yeah. right i mean we'd be hard pressed to have that so um, I would be, if there was a civil defense league, again, that was voluntary and they were looking for members of the community to volunteer and help out, I'd be one of those people. Yeah. I'm not volunteering my shit. And if you come to my house, you'll die on my front lawn. Hmm. But I'm happy to help out my community with preparedness because I believe in being an asset versus a liability. I also believe that it is incumbent upon every American to be prepared by themselves, yeah. to be self-sufficient. You can can food. You can buy cans of food. You yeah. can, over time, buy a little medical supplies. You can get proper training. Fuck, you can take CPR online right now, for God's sake. Mm -hmm. You can take first aid courses online, watch it on YouTube for free. You can get the requisite skill sets to be an asset versus a liability and still be a valued member of uh, a civil defense league too. Mm -hmm. Plus it helps me understand what the government's response is going to be. And for a gray man, that's super important to me. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean that I'm, that? Yeah. yeah, it doesn't mean that I'm going to participate either. Right. Sorry. And don't show up at my doorstep and try and force me. Cause that's going to be a fight that you don't want as a local. I, I would like to see that. I just want to see the results of that. Can we just, that's a that's a tabletop thing. When you talk about that, that's a game I would like to play. What happens when somebody shows up at Mike's house and says, "We need your weapons"? <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. Entertaining. So I'm, 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 yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to go any farther than just to say that it's a really bad idea. Yeah, so I, don't, I don't. I don't recommend it. Yeah. And luckily, we live in a state where I don't see that happening. Right. I mean, the law enforcement around here is not going to. I I don't believe it's going to enforce something like that at all. Yeah. Uh, because we are, <laughs> well, and then, you know, everybody that's in that position, they wouldn't come to your house and do that. Yeah. That's yeah. a true statement as well. They'd be asking, uh, could, could you help? <laughs> yeah. We, we, got, we got this guy man. over here. Yeah. So I, I just, so when it comes to tier two emergencies, um, I wanted to use, hmm. uh, Japan and, and the outage in Miami, but mainly Japan yeah. as a reminder for people that, I mean, in Japan, they live with the idea of, of earthquakes and tsunamis all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's there. In North Dakota, we live with the, 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 um, the probability of a strong winter storm. And if you're in rural North Dakota, power outage and not being yeah. able to leave your house for a week. Mm -hmm. uh, we know people that get snowed in and they legitimately can't leave their house for a week. Right. But they're right. also good hardy farm people who understand that and they're prepared for that. They've got food and medicine and skill sets and all of that stuff. Yeah. Doesn't matter where you live in the country, you should start assessing what a tier two emergency looks like in your area. What's the most probable. Don't go down the rabbit hole of all tier two emergencies. Right. What are the most probable top three tier two emergencies in your area and have a contingency plan for those. Mm -hmm. What are evacuation routes? Because 
if if the service was to flood again, like it did in 2011, yeah. we're leaving our house. So what's our evacuation yeah, plan? You guys, yeah, you guys need to get right? out. Yeah. 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 So, But we have a plan for that and a place to go. So you have to have that. And what's that look like? And have you right. practiced that? So what happens what if are we're not you... all together when it happens? Yeah. Exactly. Do, yeah. do, does everybody in my immediate circle know the plan? And they do. Mm -hmm. So let's exercise that. Yeah. And do we have pre-stage stuff? I'm not going to tell you whether we do or not, but do yeah. you have that? Yeah. And is it changed out? But if if none of that is true, if you've done nothing, the starting point is what are the, and if three is too much for you, what are the top two right. most likely tier two emergencies for your location? And what does the FEMA website say are the best ways to deal with that? Start there and yeah, then develop and a plan. Even even if we go beyond what are the things that could happen, just the basic preparedness, because mm -hmm. it, it doesn't matter how it happens. The first thing that comes to my mind is no electricity, no yeah. water, like yep. the, no the, sewage, the public things that. Yeah, exactly. The public things that that I just rely on day to day that we're no longer yeah. going to have. How much do I have to survive for how long? Right. Yeah. You know, people talk about, well, I'll just fill up my bathtub and we'll use the the water in the back of the toilet. And you you're not going to know necessarily yep. that it's yep. coming to fill up these things. So how, how are we prepared? Um, and and what are we going to do to get out? Because for me, so you talk about the Cirrus River. Um, and one of the things I have to consider is if there is an attack on a dam that's about halfway between where Mike and I are at, my house will be underwater. Like if that if that yeah. dam is blown. Uh, I've, I've got a limited amount of time and water moves mm -hmm. pretty damn fast, Yep. Uh, regardless of time of year, it's going to get here and my house will be underwater. I have to get out and there's a lot of people that are going to be trying to get out at the same time. So how am I going to do that? Um, what's my vehicle? Uh, what, what am I taking with? How long do I have to yep. get primary, to get secondary and tertiary routes and escape? Yeah. 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 What are your contingency plans? You have right. to have that. How long does it take that stuff to load in your vehicle? What are the emergency essentials that you need? And we have those paired down here. Right. What are the what are the must takes and what are the nice to takes? Mm -hmm. Um, and then just try it once or twice. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit what my neighbors think. I don't like. I'm not running around like a madman. I walk through this stuff, but mm -hmm. I know what it takes to load my truck. Yeah. You know, I know what a what's a must take and what's a, a a nice to take, and what routes are I'm able to leave this valley and get out, and what ones mm -hmm. are the primary routes that everybody's going to take, right? And what are some secondary and tertiary routes that not a lot of people are going to take that'll be a little easier to get out. Yeah, you have to think about that too. And I have a vehicle that I can push through other vehicles with. Also important. Mm -hmm. There's a reason I have the vehicle that I do. Yeah, yeah. So. It, it can get me through a lot of terrain. It can get me through other vehicles. I know how to pit vehicles and move through traffic. Yeah. So also stuff to think about. But yeah. you, I think that's people need to, in a world where we're so dependent on technology and infrastructure and our infrastructure is 50 to 60 years old mm -hmm. and it doesn't take much to knock it out. As we saw in Miami, a rollover right. on a vehicle chase knocked out power for the most of the city. That's insane to me mm -hmm. in a city that size. Think about your, I mean, is your, do your family members have medications that you have to have? Do you have extras of that? Is there any place you can get extras of that? Uh, I mean, what are the contingency plans and where would you go? How would you deal with that? And if the answer is I don't want to, then 
okay yeah, yeah, just wait yeah that's fine yeah that's fine you can but don't but don't come knocking on my door the, the other option the other side of that coin though is don't knock on my door because you right. won't like how you're met yeah and i mean because i'm not a nice guy in those situations i'm not a nice guy i wasn't a nice guy deployed yeah i was absolutely not a nice guy deployed i was not a hearts and minds kind of fucking guy not at we, all we paid we we the taxpayer paid you to not be a nice guy yeah we, and I'm, i bring that to the table in these situations too i am not a nice guy if you are not in my inner circle i don't fucking know you yeah whether we are neighbors or not i don't know you right and you think about so uh in terms of uh freedoms right now so many freedoms that we enjoy and and the trade-off for the freedoms we don't have are those civic uh, uh utilities yes right so i have to pay tax yeah. so that i yep. can have these things well if you don't get those things your if you rely on the government or some entity whoever it is to take over those responsibilities, you're going to give different kinds of freedoms up because color yeah. means nothing at that point. So you're going to give up labor. You're going to give up resources. Whatever it is, time is a huge resource. Yep. You're going to give up 20 hours a day to make sure you and the rest of the people are surviving if you don't have a plan in place uh, ahead of time. You know, we've 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 seen that happen. You've seen that happen in third world countries already. Yeah, legitimately so. It is not far-fetched. It is not a uh a hundred year ago thing and it's not a dystopian future thing it's a right now thing happening around the world i've watched it happen there are places in america when a natural disaster happens or a man-made disaster such as rioting and violence where it devolves into fucking lord of the flies and yeah. and people are in legitimate danger all the time and there's an absence of rule of law if you think when the power gets shut off after three days, there's still going to be rule of law. You are a moron. Yeah. People Best. do not continue to do nice things after about 72 hours of not having nice things. Yeah. Yeah. Convenience <laughs> is the convenient. Is a, yeah. yeah. Convenience is only convenient when it's convenient. Right. Yeah. There is no convenience store after 72 yeah. hours because by then, yeah. That, and that's, so let's talk about that. So let's talk about, um, uh, a magnitude seven earthquake hitting every major city in the U S at the same time. So no more power, no more. And I, I know that's far fetched, but if, if that's what we're talking about, um, we, we no longer have power or sewer or water and like a solar uh, flare hitting after, after a couple days, people are realizing that this isn't just short term. So then people start. And that's, I mean, that's the mindset oh. that a gray man needs is don't wait until everybody else is starting to realize that it's a problem. Like you need to see ahead of that. And, and you're still, yeah. there's always risk. And I think this is one of the things that, that I try to bring to our conversations, the risk that you, the gray man, uh, will have a line that's earlier than everybody else is you will cross that line before others. The benefit is you're going to win. The drawback mm -hmm. is, oh shit, you crossed a line that nobody else did and now we're all okay. So you're going to have to live with that. And I know you can, and I know you will. And that's, mm -hmm. I mean, that's it. That's what makes you different than a lot of what society is, is building today. We're a normal human being. <laughs> and so you notice how I take myself out of the normal human being category, right? Right. right. For a normal human being with a normal psyche. And I get that my psyche is abnormal. I readily, I readily admit it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's it's not dangerous. It's just different. I look at the world differently. And, and not necessarily, I don't believe the world is bad. I just look at it differently. Right. Through a different lens. 
Mm-hmm. Um, for a normal person, if you have plans and um, plans in place with the ability to execute said plans and the resources to do so, if shit doesn't write itself after about 72 hours, you should fucking exfiltrate from the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your plan should be in place, right? Mm-hmm. That's logical. <laughs> Unless it's a blizzard where there's four feet of snow and nobody can move. Yeah. That's different, right? But if it is a solar flare that knocks out all power, mm-hmm. but you don't really know that's what it is right away, and it's right. 72 hours into it, and nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed. Phones aren't on. Lights don't turn on. Radios don't work. Yeah. Your ass had better have a contingency plan that is well thought out with the resources to execute it, and you better be putting it into place. So let's, let's, yeah, let let me play that out because on day two, so day one, let's say two o'clock in the afternoon, everything goes dead. You can't find out what happened. We, there's no shortwave working. Nothing is working. I know what I'm doing within two hours, but. My first day. And so here's, here's one of the differences between you and I, because my goal, um, one of my priorities, we talk about family, right? One of my priorities Mm -hmm. is making sure my wife can get to the hospital. Like that's. That is one of my top priorities because I know that's where she needs to be. And that's one of my goals and is to make sure she's taking care of the people. That's, that's an important thing. Mm-hmm. And I know that's like, we have different plans when it comes yep. to that. I know. Yep. Um, so that's one of the things, but when I wake up on day two and nothing has changed, I'm seeking, uh, I'm seeking an authority figure in, in the the town that I'm in because we're not that big. We're a hundred thousand ish. A hundred thousand ish. Yeah. Greater- 80 to a hundred. Um, so I'm going to go see, okay, what's happening at town hall, you know, and I'll put quotes around that town hall, uh, is, is there something posted? Is there some information that I can glean? I'm going to be looking for information on day two. And if I get halfway through that day and nothing is coming to fruition or there's nothing satisfactory, or I'm not, I'm not getting anything that, that passes all my gut checks and any resource, uh, checking that I can do. Okay. Now ready to move. Right. Like that's right, yeah. I'm not waiting for the 72 hours, but like, Oh, okay. I'm gathering whatever I can. And we, we need to get out of here because it's bad. Right. So, so power off first. I mean, there are levels of that. Like my power goes off in my house, but my phone still turns on. That's different. Yes. yes. Everything shuts off. Right. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so my, my two hour plan changes depending on the severity of that yeah. issue. Right. But at, at, Hour two, I'm really enacting the same stuff, just at different levels. Right, 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 right. Right, and my family knows too. They all know the deal. They all know mm-hmm. the deal at that two hour mark. If this is going on, yeah. But it 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 is scaled to the scale at which the emergency is. Mm-hmm. Power's off across the entire city, but my phone is still on. That means that it's a grid issue. Right. All right, at hour two, we still have a benchmark that we need to meet for mm-hmm. safety protocols. Mm-hmm. But that's a a possibly fixable event. Mm-hmm. My car doesn't start, my phone is fried, and there's no yeah. power in the house. It's a very different two-hour benchmark, right? Right. right. Because so, we're also and, used to get, being able to gather information quickly. Yeah. That's that's where, for me, it really becomes a, a significant issue if 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 nothing can be gleaned we we can't get anything on our phones the internet's down I, we can't even power up computers that is significantly different than yep. what you said you can look to see yeah. okay the the entire midwest is down the northern plains is down because of this grid issue okay we're now okay so for me that's a tier 2 
possibly tier three, depending yep. on what happens when we get to the end of tier two, right? Yep. So I, yep. okay, we've got the stuff. We're going to hunker down. We're ready to Security protocols going to place, yep. but there's scaled security protocols for that kind of stuff too, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's not, when people think about my response, a lot of them think that I go, I peg right away. Like I pegged to the 10 right away and I don't, there's, there's a scale within each one of those tiers for me, depending on what it is, but that's measured practice and plans put in yeah. place over time that I've, I've dealt with stressful situations within those tiers in a variety of countries over time. So I don't get spun up. Like I don't go into the red over this stuff. I just simply put plans into action. And I it's think like that's walking the, through another phase of life. Right. That's and that's a benefit of preparedness is you don't have to peg and then come back down. Yeah. You and that that is something that naturally a lot of us can do. My the uh, fight flight freeze. There's another one that I heard recently that I thought made a lot of sense. Um, fawn. Fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. And fawn is I need to please everybody. I need yeah. everybody yeah. to calm the fuck down. And that actually that talked to me. That talked to my spirit <laughs> because <laughs> I'm I'm a guy that everybody my natural go to because of the the manner in which I was raised is everybody needs to be happy. And I'm better now. I don't believe that that's as yeah. was, but I yeah. am more likely to freeze than uh, than fight. And so those are the, those are mini tears for me. Like how am I going yeah. to deal with this? And if I'm not prepared. I go to my natural tapes, the things that just play in my head at all times. So I need to prepare to stay out of that because if I'm, yeah. if I'm responding by just going to my base instincts, I'm not going to survive. That's, that's not, we're not programmed for that anymore. We're yeah. too many generations away as human beings in the United States, I believe to rely on base instincts. The, the guy that says, oh, my, my adrenaline's just going to kick in and I'm going to win whatever fight. Yeah. Whatever. We're too far away from that. You're, you show me like, go, yeah. go, go up to <laughs> go to Minot and, and, uh, go to spectrum, uh, fitness during open mat. And I want you to take on one of the blue belts and tell me you're going to win. Like it's just, I, I would, I will, I will record hand to hand, hand to hand combat. I want you to do that. Like anybody yep. that's listening, um, well, some, some of our listeners could probably handle that, but you, you know, who I'm talking to, <laughs> Yep. yeah, so, you get, they, they know exactly who they are. Yeah. So well, then, yeah, go ahead. Nope. That, that's it. I'm, I'm I was going to say in spoiler oh. alert for everybody out there who thinks that my default is aggression. It's not in these situations. My default is not fight yeah. at all. That's, and people think that that's going to be the default. Like, oh, I just need to start fighting and looting. That's, that's not what I do. I've got plans in place. You know what the best way, I always say this all the time. And I, I say this in all the courses I teach. The best way to win a gunfight, hmm. don't get in a fucking gunfight. Yeah. Yeah. It's the easiest way to win one. Yeah. The best way to not get into an altercation is avoid the altercation altogether. I'm not out there looking for altercations. I'm looking to survive without you even yeah. knowing and thrive without you even knowing mm -hmm. I'm there. But if you're in my way, or you 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 present a threat to my ability to thrive, yeah. then you'll see a different side of me. Mm -hmm. But I'm not out there. I mean, my my default isn't aggression right away in any of this stuff. Oh, I'm not gonna fucking go out there and in full kit and M4 and be walking around the streets to let people know that I'm ready for you know shit to break bad. Those guys will die very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Everybody they're... who does that, they're they're absolutely um they're they're going down yeah. for sure. Guaranteed. They're the snack team six guys that bought yep. stuff just to look cool and blow 500 rounds in the range without any accuracy. They have no real training or they have very limited 
those that's not how it works. Trust me. Yeah. Being the gray man being me through. Yeah. Exactly. Being the gray man means being in the background, just taking care of what needs to be taken care of. Security yeah. comes in many, many forms. Mind my own business. Be, yeah. Yep. I can be very aggressively secure, minding my own fucking business and protecting my own assets mm-hmm. until I don't need to. It's that old roadhouse saying, right? Be nice until it's time not to be nice. Yeah. 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 I actually just use that in a self defense seminar. I taught be nice until it's not time to be nice anymore. And then, yeah. Then once you cross that line, it's outside. fucking anarchy. Just go yeah. outside. Don't do it in yep. here. Go outside. Yeah, I remember. Then it's on. Then it's on. And then there's only one outcome in my mind. There's one. Once we cross that line. Yeah. I win. The line. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. all of that to be said, you I don't I don't use information to for fear mongering. What I want is people to just do some thought exercises about their current situation and their current geographic location. And if your answer is do nothing, then do nothing. That's on you. Yeah, yeah. But I doubt that you're listening to this podcast and that's your idea. Yeah, right. So, if so you share are, this, share this one with somebody that is of that mindset. Yes. And, uh, like generate a conversation. Right? Yeah, and and then just maybe visit the FEMA website with them and see most prevalent um, tier two emergencies in that area, what would they be? If you're in Phoenix, Arizona, you know, one of the most prevalent tier two emergency will be hmm. a lack of power because yeah, that means no water. water. Yeah. That would suck. Yeah. No air conditioning, so, no power. And fucking you're not Phoenix. worried about tornadoes or hurricanes or anything like that. We're yeah. worried about a lack of power and in infrastructure, water flowing. That's a yeah. big fucking deal. Cause you live in a desert. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, pretty close here. Yeah. So just take that wherever you live and just start thinking about just, I just wanted to spur some thought exercises for people to maybe start moving forward with a plan Mm -hmm. and all plan is better than no plan. So I want to point it out that we have not talked about Gaza. We've not talked about Ukraine. Jesus Christ. We've got a lot of stuff to cover this, this season five. This is episode three, by the way, we didn't cover that at the beginning, but I would have gotten that one, right. I mean, you give me a couple more episodes. I won't, but (laughs) we're doing good. We're going to keep on track We're we're doing all right this year. It's 2024. Um, So election, we'll be covering that throughout the season. Uh, we'll continue with world events and and personal defense. I think we've got some uh, some good stuff to talk about this year. We're always looking for insights. Appreciate people reaching out to Mike and I, uh, and uh, just continue to spread this. Uh, this is this has been a lot of fun for us. It's therapeutic for yeah. uh, both of us, right? Absolutely. And and now that we've talked about the definitions of tier one, two, and three emergencies, if you're in any air geograph wherever you are, we've got people that listen to us literally all over the world, which I think is really cool. Um, fuck Egypt. Yeah, bumfuck Egypt. We've, I mean, we've got Australia, and mm-hmm. I mean, there's the Netherlands, and there are like Ghana. Well, we got some people. I yeah. don't know. We got yeah. a couple of downloads from Ghana. <laughs> so, no matter where you're at in the world or the United States, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're looking at a tier one, two, three emergency in your location, and something sparks your interest, but you want to talk about it shoot us a message with that specific tier one, two, three yeah. emergency and your location geographically. And I'd, I'd be happy to talk about it. Especially if you've awesome. had experience with it. Uh, let's yes. talk about Haiti. I mean, if anybody yeah. listening to Haiti, you've been through this shit, man. How did it turn yep. You know, did the government help? Did they not, uh, you know, what, how long did it take? Through it? Yeah. Um, because yeah. 
we're not that far away. I mean, people think U.S. Yeah. we're first world, man. We the government's got us under under its wing, and we're going to be good to go. And it doesn't take long for that to fall apart. People have experienced that out there. So uh, yeah, exactly, yeah, let's, let's keep talking. So with that, how about some shitty headlines? Let's do this. Let's wrap some? up All with right. some shitty headlines. I've got a unique one for the final one, but the first few are going to be following the same process that we've had before. Okay. All uh, single. All, all just single underscores. Oh, I didn't do a couple of them. Hold on, hold on. Uh, mingle amongst yourself for a second. Talk amongst yourselves. I need to put a couple blanks in there so I don't actually accidentally read you the answer. French me. All right. Speaking of France, man, I finished that book I'd been talking about uh, about the 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 uh, the end of the Third Republic in France. It was a long list. Of, oh yeah, yeah, that was a long ass book, man. Fifty some hours. Uh, damn that is good stuff one. yeah so I, i'm just reading some popcorn books for now i'm just gonna listen to some stories and whatnot but yeah some good stuff um world war ii man we're at that age when you turn 50 you uh you you become uh an expert in smoking meats or world war ii i've chosen a little bit of both like i like i like smoking yeah meat. why would you not yeah so why not all right your first one this is from <clears throat> excuse me this is from a hawaiian uh tv station K-H-O-N, blank, required at bars and restaurants starting 2024. So from Hawaii, blank, required at bars and restaurants starting 2024. I don't know how to pronounce a couple of these. I looked them up. Uh, naloxone, 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 yep. Okay. Scissoring, flumoxazinil, flumoxazinil, okay. or epinephrine. So oh, it's this is required at bars and restaurants starting 2024. Naloxone. Yeah, you know that. You, yeah, I, it's you know that. I was yeah, hoping that ep epinephrine might be one that you'd say scissoring is not required in Hawaiian restaurants. Damn it. If only. Yeah, that would, that, you know, talk about opening up some new, uh, 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 what do you call that when you go visit someplace? Um, Experiences? Yeah, that, um, the, the chamber is a uh, visitor's chambers and oh oh yeah the visitor center chamber uh, of commerce. uh yes commercing uh, fuck it whatever from the bbc <laughs> <laughs> what's that called when you try to get people to come to your place to to visit and spend money it's uh there's a word for it tourism tourism thank you good lord scissoring required at all restaurants and bars that, that would generate some tourism yeah all right, from I'm the gonna... BBC. This is from the BBC. Israeli minister outlines plans for blank after war. So the Israeli minister outlines plans for this after war. Is it Israel? Is it vacationing? Is it Gaza? Or is it scissoring? The Israeli Israel. minister outlines plans for blank after war. I mean, there's a toss between Gaza and Israel, but I would say Israel. Yeah, it's Gaza. Yep, the Israeli minister is making wow. plans for Gaza after that's the war. So a that's bold, bold move. That's a bold move, Cotton. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to go so bold, but <laughs> that was a bold one. Now, this one, not the best source I've ever had. It's from iHeartMedia, but right. I loved the uh, the headline. And you may have heard this story, but flight attendant blank in front of passengers before takeoff. Did you hear about this story? Yes. I think okay. So. so you know what the answer is, but flight attendant masturbates in front of passengers before takeoff yes. dies, dances or scissors. So what did the flight attendant do in front of the passengers before takeoff? You know, Master the story already masturbate scissors mm -hmm. dies 
or dances. Yeah. Dances and dies. Yeah, they died. That's yeah, a it's bad, crazy, right? So, yeah. And, you know, of all that sucks. And they had to cancel the flight. I mean, I don't know what's worse, but those yeah. are definitely inconvenience. Like, God damn it. I was fine. Like you could have just masturbated up there, been all right. Just scissor up there. I don't care. <laughs> from Fox movies. News. This one from Fox News now. Chicago Board of Education reportedly seeking to remove blank from schools this year. Have you heard this one? No, by the tilt of your head. So Chicago Board of Education reportedly seeking to remove what from schools? Is it politics, scissoring, pizza, or police? What are they trying to remove from schools this year? Um, Politics, scissoring, pizza, or police? Police. Yeah, it is police. So apparently the Board of Education thinks having police at schools is too much. Yes, pizza's God forbid. fine. Scissoring apparently is fine. They're, that's yeah. heard it here. Politics first. all day long. Yeah, politics is fine. Yep. Uh, now this is the last fill in the blank one this time. CNN Business had this to report: China and Europe's trade spat escalates as Beijing targets French. What? French? What are they targeting? China and Europe's trade spat escalates as Beijing targets French brandy, wine, people, or scissoring. What are they targeting French? What it's, it's Beijing targeting this in their little trade spat people. I bet it's, it's tourism. It's brandy. I is it really, there was a very specific yeah. French brandy out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they're fine with everything else. Once again, they're fine with the French scissoring in Beijing. And the people and the people, the people. Yes. I, thought you I would have thought they'd try and curb tourism to try and, but I guess that would just hurt China. Not really France, but well, it, you know how they, they stink, man. All I cannot go to China. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Now this one, and then again, terrible reference. I, I actually see a lot of stuff from Tom's guide. Are you familiar with the website? Mm, no. Tom's guide comes up. They do a lot of technical stuff and, and just every once in a while, they actually do a lot of these. Like I did uh sit-ups for 30 days. I did 90 sit-ups for 30 days. Here were the results. I see a lot of that oh, okay. pop up in my aggregates. And I think it's just one of those that because I've followed them before, they continue to new stuff. Gotcha. And this one is, uh, what was it? Seven things. Oh, let me get back to the headline here. I forgot to copy it down. Seven things you should never put in the oven. So seven things you should never put in the oven. What do you have any <laughs> ideas on what those seven might be? I'll give I you don't know. Those. I mean, like gasoline, perhaps. <laughs> it's uh, not on the list. So babies, children, also fine. That's good. You can put those wow. in, the, uh, in the oven, unprotected um, food, not on a baking tray or a container. That's an example of what they put. So I guess our babies, unprotected food, not in a container. I guess maybe that falls under. Maybe. That. Yeah, I guess maybe that it does. Maybe it's, gasoline is one of those yeah. paper. They say don't put paper in there. Oh, weird. All right. Yeah. Plastic. Yeah. I, it makes sense. I mean, some versions of plastic you could put in there. I would think. Yeah. That says frozen foods that need thawing. And what I have to say to that is, fuck you, Tom's guide. I need this to happen. Like it, I, it's frozen. I get it, but I'm yeah. going to have dinner tonight. So I'm going to have to put that in there. And well, and there are frozen meals that tell you if it's yeah. frozen, put yeah. it in at this heat for this long. If it's yeah. thawed, put it in for the, so that's stupid. I think it's a bullshit list, which is part of the reason it got on here. Now they say this pot holders. 
I don't know what they were. Th- let me get down. Let me scroll down on the. Why would you leave a potholder in the oven while it's on? Well, you got to put it in there for a little bit, though. That's my point. Yeah, you do. Well, as you're putting, even though it's a great at containers, it, it isn't built to withstand the intense heat of your oven. S- did someone put a potholder in the oven and just leave it with leave the it? stuff? Well, they deserve what they got then. Yeah, because they're stupid. The last two they said were ceramic plates and wood. Again, well, I'm not. Put- I guess I'm not putting my penis in the oven again. Don't put your wood in the <laughs> oven. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah 700 most ovens won't go to 700 degrees wood placed in an oven at that temperature will instantly combust your penis will instantly combust at 700 degrees fahrenheit that's your you know. from this season five episode three of the gray man pod no more penis in the oven got it <laughs> hey how about this for a challenge would you pay for someone to get the uh, gray man logo tack tattooed on their body would i pay for it I'd, I would, I'd kick in a half. You know what? Up to a certain amount. Like if it's like a two hundred dollar tattoo. Yeah, I think let's yeah. put it at two hundred bucks. Yeah, I'd kick yeah. in half. Yeah, but it has half. to. But it has to say Gray Man Podcast on it too. It's got to say the logo. Gray Man Podcast. It's got to yep. be the logo, and it's got to be someplace that can be seen uh, wearing a three quarter length shirt and uh, pan and pants that go below the knee. It's, it yes. has to be seen under those circumstances. It has to be, it has to be visible. Yeah. Yep. Neck could be fine. Yeah, right here. Maybe, on yeah, neck cheek, could be fine. Maybe on the cheek. Maybe. Yeah, forehead is good. Yeah, I yeah. like neck tattoo. I like that idea. All right, we're doing good work here. It is uh, It is another, another good episode of the podcast, doing good things for the society. Solving the world's problems. <laughs> All right. Uh, as we wrap things up, uh, you know, we'll be back again. We're, we're committing to maintaining a, a better <laughs> a better schedule than last yes. time around. We appreciate you guys hanging with us. We're, we're both in better places schedule-wise, and we'll keep doing this uh, as long as the world doesn't fall apart. So until mm-hmm. then, uh, what, are your, what are your last words? What, what, what do you got to cover uh, this episode? Know your geographic area, both regionally and locally have plans, have materiel and the ability to execute said plans, at least run some thought exercises on, because mental reps are just as important as physical reps, mm-hmm. on how that and what that looks like, and do it within the risk, uh, the confines of the risk you're willing to accept in your life. And be okay with that. Don't let anybody, even including me, push you outside of that. Just know that with the confines of your risk uh, left and right lanes may not be enough for you. But fuck, mine may not be enough for me. So, and that's just life. So just, just look at your area, have a plan, do some thought exercises and get back with us. Take care of yourself and your family. That's what you're here to do. Excellent. Well, that's a uh, final words from this, uh, this episode of the gray man podcast. We'll, we'll be back again soon. In the meantime, uh, I, please get some rest you don't know what's coming none of us do so take care of your body take care of your mind take care of yourselves and we'll see you next time on the gray man podcast cheers find us on facebook youtube and your podcast app at the gray man podcast all rights reserved skunk and gator creations